You are listening to High Shelf Gaming. This is a show where we talk about board games and role-playing games and gaming conventions. If this is what you're looking for, please keep listening. You can always find us on our website, Facebook group, Facebook page, or on Twitter and Twitch and Discord, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. Super easy to join the community, and we look forward to meeting you. Hey everyone, this is David again with High Shelf Gaming, and as always, I am joined by the zealot, Rich Wisniewski. Dave, you're breathtaking! What a great <laughs> word, because when it comes to D&D, I am a zealot, isn't that right? You, uh, indeed. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the game you wake up thinking about, and the game you go to bed thinking about. Pretty much. And yeah. man, Basic went so well at Gen Con that I am just on fire to run some more Basic adventures and maybe even move into the expert set. No. Yes, You're I'm... finally going to pick up the expert set. Well, I'll have to open my box. It's, okay. it's not shrink wrap. It's just the old box. But okay. it still has some dice in it from back in the day, too. So nice. Maybe I have to break those out one day. Yeah. Color them in. For, figure out how to like level up characters and stuff. That'd be yes. amazing. In the future. <laughs> coming that way soon. Yeah. Uh, joining us tonight is a good friend of ours we've met recently, John John the Wise. Dude, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. As I said off air, this is my first time being a guest on a podcast, and I'm actually really freaking excited about it. By the yeah. way, do you guys cuss on this? Or? John, yes. John, you're 100%. breathtaking. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, this is a, a, uh, this is a dirty, wholesome show. Okay, uh, good. So <laughs> cursing I just, is fine. I can't filter myself. I'm terrible at it. Yeah, please but, don't. But um, Rich, you sounded exactly like Keanu when you say that. Thank you very much. I've been practicing that for like weeks to bust it <laughs> out here made on his the podcast. You it made him so happy. No, you got it's got that like airhead twist to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's got that natural little... John John. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, of hey course. man. Uh, yeah. So should I do like an intro, like who I am, yeah, what I yeah. am? Yeah. What are you up to, and who are you? And really, Let's what I want to know, man. I want to yeah, know where what... you started. How okay. kind of gamer are you is really the place to get started. All right. Well, it was a cold, dark night when my mother and father met. No. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> All the way back. I thought he was going to start rapping. <laughs> oh, shit. Give me a beat, Rich. Yeah, no. That, Some regulators? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> the wind was blowing <laughs> in the deep, cold snow over at my table right next to... Yeah, yeah, I could just see that happening. Some brothers were shooting some dice, and I was like, what character class are you playing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I am a uh, certified gamer, okay? I love video games. I love tabletop games. I got into tabletop games in the early 2000s, and the first tabletop game that I ever played was Cyberpunk 2020. Oh, man, somebody did you, you right. Somebody yeah. did you right. Because I told my buddy, like, hey, I know you're into that shit. I've always wanted to do it, but I thought it was a nerdy thing to do and that girls wouldn't date me if I, if I, you know... So I like I suppressed those like feelings for the longest time to fit mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. and then I was like, you know what, fuck this shit, man. I wanna I wanna enjoy life. So I said, let's play some D and D, and he's like, D and D's for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, yes. I want to die in two hits. Yes, so, <laughs> or one. <laughs> no healing spells. I That's know, right. dude. So since then. Uh, because I played Cyberpunk and then I played Rifts after that. That was like the next oh, tabletop game that I played. Oh, man. Palladium Games. Oof. Oh, my God. It was a it was a mess, dude. But um, it was literally just one-on-one -on -one sessions of Cyberpunk and uh, Rifts for like three years with me and my wow. buddy. Wow. One-on-one -on -one session? That is yeah. intimate. He's the GM. I'm the player. And he loved it. And I loved it. And I was having yeah. a blast. It was my Did first Did you experience. play more than one character at a time? No. No, no, dude, cyberpunk is so easy on one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So stinking easy. You just make a hero and you're good. Like, it is such an easy game to 1v1. Do you just hire out the pieces you need? What do you mean the pieces? Like for net hacking or anything like that? Or See, that's the thing. Because of how complicated net running is in Cyberpunk 2020, I don't know a single person that ran it. And okay. we never did. We okay. never ran it. Uh, I ran it. Uh, okay. So we can we can talk about how I used to do it, uh, my old house rules, if we get into that. But yeah, it's it, you have to do something a little special. You yeah, had that's to. We're, we're going to talk about Cyberpunk Red today, so we'll get into the new rules hopefully a little bit. Oh, but, but John, John, if you were stuck on an island with David Gillespie, what board game mm. would you bring? Oh, God. Fuck. 
Dude, that's tough. Cause... He might not be a board gamer. He might be a no, no, no. I love board games. Oh, okay. okay. See, I was trying see. to see what his board game. Ah, yeah. See, the thing yeah. is, yeah. Okay, the okay. thing is, I'm a white belt when it comes to board games, but I'm willing to no learn. No shame. No shame. You know, yes. so my all-time favorite board game that I was like, I didn't even know it could be like this board game, is uh, Eldritch Horror. Oh yeah, oh, there you yeah, go. solid. So Solid that's, choice. But that's one of those games that, like, you never win unless you make, like, easy rules where it's, like, you know, you don't you yeah. don't have to pull the mythos for, like, three turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, I love those really tough cooperative games. Um, Pandemic. <laughs> Dude. So, uh, lore, uh, High Shelf Gaming lore is that Rich hadn't won a Pandemic game until he and I started playing together. Oh, for wow. For years, for years. And I'm really going to say it's his wife. Oh, <laughs> him, but I'm gonna say I played with them too, with both of them, and we just kicked ass. Yeah, Damn. yeah. My wife is really good at pandemic. She's like passionate about it. That's good. Yeah, I think well, she looked over at me and said, "Rich, don't lose." <laughs> She's like, "Just follow my lead. <laughs> step where I step." That's so, hilarious. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, as far as Eldritch Horror goes, it's like a fucking like. You could play four hours and still have so much to do. And it's like, it's one of those games that I can never get anybody I know to get into. Oh, yeah. And even I get fatigued from it. You know oh, what sure. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like if we're on an island and there's nothing else to do, <laughs> like we could get some sick Eldritch Horror games. That's right. That's right. That's right. I was just thinking like, man, for an island, you really need like a multi-thousand hour game that's yeah, the one you yeah. need <laughs> yeah. see i think i would break out trains on dave and he'd be like trains <laughs> i'm gonna fucking kill you you can yeah. bring any game <laughs> you bring goddamn trains is that ah. like is that like risk but with locomotives or some shit uh, uh yeah like earlier there are better train games i'll say <laughs> i'll leave it, it at that <laughs> it is a good little starter game i actually just initiated someone to trains this weekend and it's you know you place your trains and you got to do routes and you get victory points and so it's pretty easy to get a, a grasp on it but once again when you play with family they seem to always screw your game up by taking mm. the train routes you need mm -hmm. and blocking you from success mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that's all yeah it's one of those okay. games that's real good to like lose friends over if oh, you're okay. like if you like really care about your board game but, that's a great way. That's a good story, though. Like, how'd you lose your friend? Oh, yeah. you know, did he cheat? Like, hook up with your ex-girlfriend? No, we played trains once. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I fucking hate him. <laughs> exactly. So, Cyberpunk was your first. Rift was your second. Yeah. How long did it take you to get to other games? Or did you really just kind of stick with those two for three solid years? It was three solid years of that. And then I finally told him, like, hey, man, let's, like, look for a group to fucking play with, man. I'm, I'm tired of you. You know what I mean? And <laughs> This is great said, and all, but. <laughs> yeah. And he said, John, this is a mistake looking for people. Unless you already know them, it's a mistake. I'm telling you, don't look online. And I'm like, dude, come on. It's going to be fine. Whatever. Admiral Akbar. <laughs> so he uh this is before Discord and all that shit. Like nowadays oh, yeah. it's so much easier to find a game. So oh, yeah. I, I literally used Craigslist. Oh Whoa. dude, yeah. Like old old like finding gamers was sketch. <laughs> yeah. Sketch. Oh I, my god. It was I found so a sketch. White Wolf crew by meeting at an IHOP. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. We might all be axe murderers. <laughs> yeah. So how many people showed up expecting to live in your house? Okay, so first of all, <laughs> rule number one was we're not letting any of these creeps into my fucking house or telling them my address or anything right. like that. <laughs> the, the idea was we'll go to a library, we'll go to yes. a fucking park, something yes. like that. Yes, meet in a public, well-lit place that yeah, has, a, has a closing time. <laughs> Near a police station and a fucking hospital, all right? You yes. never know. Yes. <laughs> yes. So this one guy answered the ad, and he's like, you guys can come and do it at my house my wife will play and i was like well there's another random guy that said he wanted to join our game he's like he can come too whoa and i was like so that should have been a red flag already yeah. right yeah, yeah dude yeah <laughs> that's like we were talking about in our gen con game we're talking about like ways to be to secure the middle seat in a southwest flight is by yeah. being too inviting dude that's too inviting yeah yeah, when it's like, 100%. hey, me and my wife, you, your friend, and some other rando I haven't even exchanged words with yet can all come to my home. Uh, -uh. Yep. nah, yep. dude. I'll meet you in a. I'll meet you in a library. 
Yeah, for sure. But see, of course, me being the naive idiot, I'm like telling my I'm telling my buddy, I was like, "What if this is the one, man? What if this is the one? <laughs> this is like, the Matrix." <laughs> he's like, he's like, dude, this is a mistake. This is a mistake, John. This guy's like a creep. There's red flags, and I'm like, dude, what if this is the 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 group that lasts us our lifetime? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, we just we'll just go and try. I mean, what what are they gonna do? We're two guys. We can you know overpower his wife and him maybe i don't know <laughs> what a plan <laughs> yeah i didn't have a plan obviously so whatever uh long story short we get there and his apartment is just filthy and they have they they just don't take care of it there's like trash everywhere oh yeah uh, like order style yeah it was bad and the whole time he was I was the GM. That was the the thing. He was like, yeah, you can come and run your game. When we got there, it was obvious that he only wanted us to come and play at his house because he wanted us to play his game. Oh. So he sabotaged my game completely, like completely. Oh. And uh, tried to derail it and ruin it in any way, shape, or form that he could. What, What a fucking stereotype. Oh my god! That and this is, is my horrific. first experience with a group of people. I don't. I don't know any of these stereotypes. But, I don't know any but, of this. Ladies, shit. ladies and gentlemen, please never go into a situation like this. This is such a trope. I cannot believe you lived. Like, I know. Oh, that's so awful. <laughs> I I didn't live all. I didn't come out safe. I got pink eye. All right. Yeah. Oh. No way. I was about to say, I was that a ringworm got, situation? But I bet that was a pink eye situation. I fucking got pink eye for the first time in my life because of that. So. Okay, now I feel completely justified about all the hand stuff I go through during oh, yeah. Gen Con. Dave, I was making you use it while we were at the Expanse oh. game. I'm like, here you go. Boop, here's some yeah. for your hands. Boop, yeah. Here's oh some God, for your yeah. hands. Yep. Nerd flu is real, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah 100%. Especially in a situation like that that's clearly unclean yeah it's time to be like hey dude i really appreciate the invite but no offense i gotta go (laughs) that's a that's an immediate well then you're a little worried about offending the guy so you're gonna sit down and then you didn't realize everything you touch has like butt juice on it oh god dude (laughs) i mean that's how you get pink eye bro i'm just saying like you know when i was in my teens maybe but by now in my life uh uh-uh no that's an immediate ripcord i'm out yeah, I mean, we literally did two sessions. We did the first one, and then my buddy's like, John, are you serious? Why are we going back? And oh, my like, God, you went twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that did. was God letting you know you Guys, never should have no, came back. No, John was just thirsty, man. He was thirsty for oh, that game. I guess yeah, my yeah. first group, dude. I, did, <laughs> yeah. I was so excited to play with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You don't know to have standards yet. Yeah, and it wasn't that whole like online team speak Discord thing. We were in person, so right. this is like it has the potential to be good. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's the yes. real shit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's the yeah. it's the way your grandpappy played. Yeah. <laughs> right? What's really so. scary is he doesn't realize when I re- recruited people, we put them on poster boards with pull the little number off to call me to play a game. Oh yeah, oh, old bulletin okay. boards, old bulletin board yes. style. Yeah, I'm Dude. old, bro. Go on. That that's that's like old school Craigslist, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But um, down so at the rec center. We forgot to mention the other random guy, which. Uh, oh yeah. Star- yeah. Yeah. That's a. That's this a, gets better. I know. So apparently, <laughs> uh, the second day that we were there, they in the middle of the game they stopped the game. The owners of the apartment and the guy told said, "All right, guys. Uh, I don't know how else to say this, but." Whoever's going into the bathroom and taking a piss and pissing all over the seat, please clean up after yourself. (gasps) And then me and my buddy are looking at each other like, was it you? And I'm like, no. And he's like, it wasn't me. And it's not them. It's their own fucking house. Oh, my God. All that's left is this fucking weird random guy. Oh, my God. Apparently was trained in ninjutsu. That's what he's claimed. Okay. (laughs) And is a ex-army ranger. Okay. So this is like a survival territory thing? I don't understand. Like, why does he have to piss on the seat? <laughs> I, I don't know what that's Marking all about. territory, Dave. I don't know. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah, that's all all highfalutin fantasy in that guy's brain. Yeah, dude, ripcord on that whole situation. Yeah. I'm glad you survived. Yeah, well, then I got pink eye after that second day, and then I was like, okay, that's it. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, so, no more no more randos for me. Yeah, so hopefully you found a better way of getting people to play your games with you. 
Well, after that, we did another group that was his buddies that he used to play with. And I was like, fuck it, let's play with them. He had a bad falling out with them. Mm. And I said, maybe things have changed. It had been like 10 years. We, they, they were, there's a reason why you don't hang out with certain people, you know, yeah. like that, they're, that are in your past. And yeah. pretty much, like, long story short, I killed one of the guys, his player. <laughs> Yes, like I killed uh, dude, his, I killed his character. I mean, in cyberpunk, you can do it by accident, you know, like close range. You roll, ah, hit head, dude. Sorry, double damage. See ya. Yeah, I had a booster ganger slit his throat in front oh. of me while he was tied to a chair. So yes, I mean, shouldn't have gotten tied to that chair, kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, like it's one of those things that like left a really bad taste in everybody's mouth, and we mm. all disbanded after. We never played yeah. again. So. You know, like, that's one thing I always appreciated about Cyberpunk is how lethal it was made it okay for characters to die. Yeah. Whereas, like, D&D and Pathfinder and all these other games... New versions. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basic, it's crazy easy to die. But in the newer versions, it's so tough to die. People have these really long stories, these really complicated backstories for their character. They pour so much into them. And if they, like, get close to death, there's, like, a panic at the table. I know, I know, man. And as a GM, you know, they really make you feel like shit. Like, <laughs> oh, you you want... You're, you're trying to TPK. You're just stroking your ego and it's like no dude i'm just playing the game like yeah, yeah it's challenging like yeah. i like cha- i don't know about you guys but i love challenging games i nerf yes. everybody and make them like losers and <laughs> yeah. then throw a big bat at them yeah that's the yeah, kind start of them in the I street do. yeah exactly they have they have a pistol and eight bullets between them yeah exactly yeah. No, I like players to die. I think that should just be part of the game. But not player. Yeah, characters. Characters, yeah, not yeah. players. I like yeah. characters to die. And remember, your pl- your character is not the player. No. So there's, there's a differentiating there. You, so yeah. Yeah. like yeah, I want the I want the game to feel like your decisions really have weight. And definitely mm-hmm. p- character death is one of those things. And and certainly like plot needs to be in there and you know, long-term consequences for the decisions you make. That all needs to be in there, but if the game doesn't feel lethal, I'm, I don't know, uh, I can kind of coast it a little bit on my decisions, <laughs> especially as a DM. I can just throw whatever at them and they have big bags of hit points to run away from. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there has to be stakes, dude. There has yeah. to be, or else there's no point, you know? Um, it's not fun, in my opinion. I like the challenge of role playing and I like every time that I've thrown the big bad guy at them, they fucked them up anyway. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's like, what are you guys bitching about, dude? You're yeah. fucking all these dudes up, you know what I mean? And they get so mad, they're like, what? Oh, a beholder and a dryad? Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. And it's like, dude, you've been fucking everything up since I once, now. I once recently, my epic uh, D&D game, I threw two beholders at them. And it was like at the end of the scene, it's like, all right, two beholders come out of opposite ends of this room. And they're all like, no. And I was like, all right, end game. We'll pick this up later. And they were grousing to me like, dude, two beholders were so going to die. And I was like, guys, the anti-magic cone neutralizes one of them. Maybe both of them, if they both have their eyes open. Like, what are you complaining about? And like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, just play the game. It's fine. I put stuff like that on the map too and they're like, oh, how are we going to kill this thing? And I was like, I don't know, maybe that fucking giant ballista that's there <laughs> that I put on the fucking map that somehow, you know, you guys can use. Like, and they're like, what are we going to do? That thing's a giant. Like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, dude. So, yeah. So I am really pumped about what they've done with Cyberpunk Red just to like f- get us into the Cyberpunk Red discussion. Yeah. Because like still lethal. It's still dangerous, but it's simpler than than Friday Night Firefight from 2020. Like just looking at the rules, it's like, all right, I can still threaten players. Their decisions still have a lot of weight, but they don't have to scratch their heads so much about, okay, why am I rolling 2D10 and what's going on? Like yeah. Yeah. much, much more straightforward. Yeah, no, I mean, I think one of the problems that Cyberpunk 2020 always had, and that's why it kind of got shelved for a lot of people, was because it was too detailed and too hyper-realistic. Like, they wanted everything to be accounted for. Yeah, that was the style of time, man. You know, like, verisimilitude, realism in game, all those systems back then had that. Every single one of them. Or you could go to D&D. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. And Cyberpunk did a great job at that. Like the cover fire rules and the full auto rules, like those are legit you murder everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like no. those are legit rules. But uh, tough to roll out sometimes when the guy's like rolling for every bullet that hits the bad guy. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, wait, didn't you just get shot? Oh, wait, which arm got hit? Oh, right. aren't you right-handed? Right. Oh, but you'd probably not be good at aiming now, or right? minus two. And it's like, you have to do shit like that the whole game. Right. And right. Um, it was just too much. And to be honest, for me, I like the role-playing aspect of tabletop games more than the combat. Yeah, I'll say that the other thing that a lot of role-players don't notice when they say, oh, I like a role-play system like age or dnd or whatever like dnd 5e they'll say i like games that focus on role play not on character death and my counter to that is well cyberpunk it's so easy to die you really need to role play before you pull your gun oh yeah 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 <laughs> see that whole idea of you being the badass and no one can fuck with you that's like a totally dnd 5e thing you know right. everyone's a big shot awesome cool guy even at level one you're better than like the average person i freaked out when i did a play test as a bard and i had like four spells and i had all this stuff and i'm like dude what level are we level one yeah yeah, exactly. I was like, no way, this is awesome! Yeah, And then it got even worse or better, however you see it, with all the like supplemental stuff, and it's like, oh, check out all these other new classes that are even more OP than the other yes. ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was yeah, so, so used to being so underpowered that when I had that chance to be OP, I just went ape crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's... And Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so I think that that's one of the things that a lot of people miss the boat on lethal systems. They think it's about the combat, it's about the death. It's like, no, 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 no. It's about the threat, which changes your behavior. You don't just kick in the door like yes. you do in D&D. You parlay, you work it out, you you do recon, you plan. Because your character could die if you don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like That's just yeah. part of the gig. Exactly. And like at the end of the day, cyberpunk is you're a guy with a gun and there's other guys with guns out there. Right. You know, and right. um, life is fleeting and you can't just go around waving your gun thinking that you're going to survive till the next day. That's not what cyberpunk's all about. It's cyberpunk's yeah. actually all about survival. Yes, 100%. It's about surviving in an oppressive world. It's like yeah. I'm talking to two Daves at the same time. <laughs> We're both really into this. Yes, I, that I love is exactly. That is, you almost said verbatim what Davis said before. It That's is funny. about surviving. Yeah, it's about surviving in any way you can, any shape or form. And about getting your own in this world that's so fucked after everything that's happened. Yeah. Now you have to be selfish. There's no other way to be. I love that the new character creation, everybody can shoot a gun. Everybody yeah. can hide. Everybody can do basic survival stuff because if you can't, you didn't make it. Yep. Exactly. exactly. I love that about this new game. That it's like, look, there are nine basic skills. Everybody has at least at a two. Otherwise, I don't know, you didn't make it past 18. Sorry, that character didn't survive. You have to have these core skills in order to even make it to 20 so that you can be a character. Yeah, exactly. And for anybody that's listening to this and is intrigued by Cyberpunk 2020 or just the universe and the way that it is, Cyberpunk Red did what D&D &D 5E did to D&D. &D. Right. You know, it's they they simplified things, but they didn't take away from the flavor. And that flavor of cy Cyberpunk 2020 is still there. It's just so much easier to implement it. Yeah, 100%. Like the combat is better, net running so much better. I know. So I know. Okay, remember, you, okay you played a session, Dave. And yeah. John, John, you played a session. How did that net running go in your in y'all sessions? I actually haven't done red yet. I'm okay. in the I'm in the works of planning it. I'm planning yeah. it for my uh, game that I kind of hybridized 2020 and red. Yeah, yeah. You have a really good video on your YouTube about how to convert 2020 characters to Cyberpunk Red characters. Ooh. So yeah, it's if anybody actually... who has an active game and you want to do the conversion, go check out John John's video. It's solid. 
Yeah, so like the not to digress too far, but the uh, the whole point of like all the YouTube videos that I'm making right now is there's literally no resources for Cyberpunk 2020 online like the way that D&D has. You know, if you oh, type yeah. D&D character creation in YouTube, you'll find thousands of videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 100%. If you type Cyberpunk 2020 character creation videos, you'll find my video and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and like our, I think our Chosorian has like a uh, kind of a video, but yeah, it's yeah. like that's it. There's two resources, and it's so good that you're putting out this information because, like, we need that. Like, Cyberpunk needs more resources. They need you and guys like us and other creators to just be pumping out content because this game is awesome and people should be playing it, and they're not going to unless there's support material. Yeah, the way I see it is, you know, this game has given me so many good memories and it's doing so well right now. And it's kind of like in a twilight period. Mm-hmm. And it would really suck if those resources just are not there ever. So right. I'm like, let me just make, even if they're not good, my videos, you know, at least there's one out there. Maybe somebody will be like, I can do better and do better than me. And then there'll be two. <laughs> I, you, you know, know what I, I mean? I like to say we are good enough that people will listen, but not so good people don't think they can't do this. Like, exactly. <laughs> you need to be kind of bad so that people know they can also do it. But yeah, yeah, to talk about the game I played, at Gen Con, I got to play in the Chronicles. There's a Cyberpunk Chronicles group mm-hmm. out there doing a organized play of cyberpunk they're really cool if you want to get hooked up with them they do modules and all kinds of stuff they have a really neat kind of storyline they're following so i got to play in that and the hacking was solid because you could hack anything you're within six meters of so anything Mm -hmm. you're within 18 feet of it's like i can hack their cybernetics i can hack that computer i can hack that terminal i can hack the door lock you know Pretty much as soon as the Netrunner is close enough, they can get to work. And it's so much better than it was. Because back in 2020, they were like digital dungeons. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, you start here. Do you go? It was a totally up? different game. It was totally, like a different yeah. game within the game. Yeah, exactly. And so the way I did it back in the day, I did one of two ways. I either got rid of the digital dungeon and just made it all a solid role, like mm-hmm. fighting was a solid role. Or I said, all right, you're the main hacker, but all of the players are also hackers and we're all going to hit this digital dungeon together. Okay. Those are the only ways I did it back in the day. Now with the new net running rules, it's like, all right, you start your hack and it's just a straight elevator progression. There's, all right, there's a challenge on this room. Do you beat the challenge? Once you get to the next room, maybe there's a file or you can start to control the cybernetics or you can do this other thing. Maybe there's black ice, but it's a linear progression, not, a maze that takes forever to figure out yep it's you know? so much better now and like <sighs> yes. you said everyone delegated the the hacking game to a bunch of skill checks because yep. that's what we know that's so easy to do you know roll right. a d10 add whatever skill and blah 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 happens but right. that then it made it a boring thing to do and no one would play it you right. know right but this new this new net running is as opposed to like so the first net running your net runner would just be in like a fucking panic room miles away <laughs> yes a, a yes. nuke proof room yes yeah, with yeah. their own air yes. supply and everything yeah exactly because they don't have to be there they can right. just they're on the net you yeah, know they're exactly. on the net they exactly. hack from wherever they are they remotely help you open doors and look at cameras and turn yeah. off sentry guns and all yeah. that kind of shit and it kind of like it separated the party and it made it lame and then the gm had to like worry about them you guys know how it is and you had to go back and forth you had yeah. to play with one team and then go back and play with the other team and yeah. then but the net runner was so powerful to to have a crew that didn't have a net runner was kind of silly cuz it's like dude some of these locks uh <laughs> yeah, you need exactly. a net runner to crack that i really love the new one where it's like you have to be physically present in danger they have to defend you while you're doing the hack and there's no way around it. You can't remotely get to this building from miles away. You have to be, you know, you have to put your meat on the line in order to do this. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason, the reasoning that they have is really awesome too, is because the net now has like, it's like a giant minefield. Yeah. With rabbits. And like some one, a a famous net hacker or a net runner from the lore made that happen. So he pretty much like now we can't have nice things because of (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's I mean? like the net is technically still there, but if you dive into it, you could just randomly die because there's all these super dangerous things running around trying to kill shit. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, that's now useless. <laughs> let's let's not do that. Let's physically be present. I really like all of the lore stuff they did to update Red was just good good thinking on their part, which allows all the old stuff to still exist and have their place in time. But hey, things happen. Things change. The internet is fucked and yep. proper fucked. And there's no way around it. You just have to be in person. So you have to be hacking. there. You have to be there with the party. And now you went from somebody that nobody wanted to play to like an essential part of the party. Yes. Because you're like this fucking Yu-Gi-Oh mage. Yeah, you're the wizard. You're the party wizard. You're the one that could that gets to change reality by mm-hmm. making that guy's arm attack himself. Yeah, exactly. So and cool. all kinds of Yu-Gi-Oh other cool mage. stuff. So cool. That. Yeah, you're Yu-Gi-Oh mage because you have this cyber deck and it has programs on it, and you just fucking drop your blue eyes white dragon on these yes. people, and oh, then man. you get like spell slots. Like those I, are your abilities. I you can know? just feel like Mike Pondsmith just rolling over his like like just just cringing at hearing. <laughs> I did not make a Yu-Gi-Oh mage. <laughs> Listen, Mike, you guys made a Yu-Gi-Oh mage, right? <laughs> All you have to do is put that cyber deck on his arm, and that's it. The, it's that done. shit is fun. Well, he, you wear it on a body. Like, well, there's that's a where gear. I wear my cyber deck. That's yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, it's, it's a whole bodysuit that has the cyber deck built in. Like, it's, it's a funny like analogy, but it's apt. Like, it's really fun. It's so much better than it was. And I love the idea of having Netrunners now. Like a core part of my game going forward is going to be the net runner role because oh, 100%. why yeah. not put them front and center now? They're they're like stars of the show. Let's fucking do it, you know? Yeah, and I even made my tech that I have a techie player in my game. I was like, I'm giving you the interface skill, which is the net runner skill. Yeah. I'm like, because I'm doing I want net running in this game. So you're our net runner. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. like a hybrid of both. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, and you can kind of do that because there's no other role skills yet. Only interfacing is detailed so far in, in the jumpstart kit. Yeah, exactly. So you don't know any of their special abilities and stuff like that. And like and the way that um Cyberpunk is designed from 2013 Cyberpunk, which is the original, mm-hmm. all the way to Cyberpunk Red Jumpstart Kit, every piece can be used like all the items all the stuff can be interchanged between the games no problem it's yes, so easy to do i love that i love that that backwards compatible is so important yeah it's By so the way, well done quick little shout out for our talsorium talsorium games drive through rpg you can uh, grab it now it's like 15 dollars yeah. Yep, for the uh, Jumpstart kit. Oh, um, obviously, I think that's only PDF, right? Yeah, that's yeah, only yeah. PDF. But, but yeah, still totally. worth it. Worth it. Yeah, 15 so bucks it. for a great like, starter kit. Awesome. Yeah, has a module in it, ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Has characters uh, in it, ready it, to go. It has a fully baked module, and on the screen sheets, there's prompts for more games, right? So if you're kind of creative, you read the screen sheet. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you guys pass a newsstand. You see this screen sheet. Oh look, there's uh, two things you guys can go do right now. Go there, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it has everything you need to play the game. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, straight up, it has everything you need to play for fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's so good. I I'm really glad they started with the starter kit because some games do the rule book and then they do the starter kit later. I'm really glad these guys did the starter kit first. I wonder how much they're gonna listen to the feedback they're getting from this jumpstart kit. Also from the community you know what i mean on the reddits on the forums on the on the podcast whether they're hearing things and going oh yeah we haven't really flushed the you know they've i'm sure they have a core rule book ready to go but they can go in and make changes edits yeah well i know from speaking to luke personally which by the way he's like an he's like a legit journalist the blog of the dark future or the dark future he uh he takes that kind of shit seriously when he went to gen con he was all business like finding out information asking questions and uh one of the things that they answered that mike pondsmith answered is they listen very closely to the community yeah and they they want you know in fact cyberpunk red when it comes out uh mike pondsmith said that he's going to have two separate rule sets one is like simplified rule sets that are like akin to the jumpstart kit 
and then he's going to have like a complicated rule set to cater to the old school gamers. That, That's so smart. Yeah, he's like, I'll just have both, you know, because yeah. I, he he really wants to take into consideration everybody that plays the game. Yeah, and they kind of hint that in the starter kit because there's Thursday Night Throwdown, which is the streamlined version of the rules. I don't want to call them simplified because though they are streamlined, they're not like dumbed down. They're not down. super simple. No. Yeah. They're just simplified compared to the other Right. Versions. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And then there's still, I think, there would still be Friday Night Firefight. And you just say, look, this game uses Thursday Night Throwdown. This other game uses Friday Night Firefight. And if you look at Thursday Night Throwdown and the old 2020 guns and stuff, they all work. Yep. Like, they just straight work. I don't have to do a bunch of changes. Like, they seriously crunch the numbers to make sure that their streamlined rules worked for all the old gear in a really kind of cool way. I, I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, I mean, and Mike Pondsmith has said himself, he likes everything simple. Everything's 1 to 10, you know, and everything's a D10, D6. So he just likes simplicity. And uh, But at the same time, he likes complicated shit because of how complicated some things are in 2020, you know? Sure. Well, I mean, it's one of those things that like when we did our cyberpunk actual play, it was really cool because our rocker boy got shot in the leg and he couldn't walk anymore and he had to be carried by his fans. And it made for a really awesome moment that we only got because we had hit locations. Yep. You know, and so there was a cool result of that. And now he has this like badass leg and all this kind of cool stuff. But I don't know. It's just one of those things that like I definitely see the appeal of the extra realism. And I also see the appeal of, I just want a straightforward combat system that doesn't get into the detail. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as much as there's there's a difference between saying like, I want it to be real and I want to take account everything into account. But then when you put it into practice and you can't help but be bored, you know, like (laughs) it's like you wanted all these things. But then at the same time, you're like, fuck, this is it's taking so long to get to my turn. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like there's something tangible about that, too. Yeah, and I really like that in Cyberpunk, turns are three seconds, right? Yeah. So it's like, look, you missed your shot, but dude, you don't, sh- you don't hit every shot in a firefight, and that's okay. You just wait three seconds, and your character's going to go again, and it's a-okay. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're me, and I hit every <laughs> shot every time. <laughs> every shot every time. You blow up those tens, yeah, you're always crazy. I have, I have weighted dice. It's just the way <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were a cheat, Rich. There we go. You learned me. I knew it. <laughs> Oh, man. You're not just those good looks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? It's a secret. The other thing I wanted to add about the uh, Netrunner is it opens... I think the original idea of the Netrunner and the game was to open the possibilities to like fantasy elements. Because in the Netrunning game, there's like programs that are like a dragon or a chimera and you come and your avatar is like a guy with a sword and a shield and, you know, you could do stuff like that. So now that it's more simplified and we can dive into it, I just like my mind exploded with possibilities of things that you can do with different programs and and augmented reality and stuff like that. It's kind of cool by taking away the detail. We are now free to add in our own flavor yep it's so good that's so smart i know it's like and the way that they simplified it if i can just try to do it say it quickly is instead of it being like this giant game on like graph paper it's just like there's separate floors to each security node Mm -hmm. and each floor will have one thing that you can do (laughs) yes thank 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 mike for doing that because like one thing instead of five things or two things it's like look there's either a challenge or there's a reward and do you want to go deeper Exactly. So you roll your interface and according to what you roll, you'll know how many floors this thing has. But there could be more, you know, than what you've rolled. You just didn't roll high enough. So you get to a floor and it's like, oh, this is where the security cameras are. Yeah. Yeah. How far ahead do you get to look is all based on skill. Yeah. Exactly. And then you'll be like, oh, shit, there's a Cerberus or what do they call Hellhound. There's a Hellhound like two floors down. I'll just avoid it because why would I need to go there? I'm stealing Cerberus. Cerberus is now the better Hellhound. 
You know, oh like, yeah, yeah. There's no, one oh, hellhound, dude. sure, but no. Now this is the Cerberus. He's gonna fuck you up, <laughs> dude. What about the idea that like certain hackers make certain programs, and like when you see them, you know it's from them. Yes, and it's yes, like, dude. yes. The digital signature. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, oh shit, blue eyes, white dragon. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Time to time to slip and get out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's some weeb that's like into anime, and like that's his favorite thing is Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> And like he makes, I kind of feel like you're low key cutting yourself with all your Yu-Gi-Oh references and weeb callouts. <laughs> it's all I know. Damn it, it's all I know. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know, he's like that's what he's into. So like that's the thing, and he's just like an amazing hacker. Even though you want to make fun of him, but when it comes to the digital space, this guy's a king. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that whole idea, it's so it's so cool, man. That I'm telling you, blows my mind. Yeah, exactly. I really like the way they did the skills too. Um, I don't know if any of you had ever seen the 2020 rules. There were a lot of competing skills. There were a lot of skills that seemed to have overlap. Much simpler now, streamlined. They don't have as many overlapping skills. And they have kind of a jack of all trades skill with education. You can just pump up your education a ton. And that gives you a, an ability called cultural familiarity, which allows you to kind of get your way through a lot of other challenges. Yeah. Which I love because like in so many games, having a really smart character, you either had to know all these specific sciences. And if it wasn't in one of your specialties, you were totally boned. But now like, hey, if you're a really smart character, you have high education, eh, you could kind of muddle your way through a lot of problems. Uh, yeah, and I exactly. think that works. That, that, that works really well. Yeah, see, I was implementing that in my game already, the idea of it. So, like, I had, like, a uh, one of my characters is an ex-cop who was, like, shunned from the force, and now he's, like, a private eye. And he doesn't have, like, the skill, like, booster gang I, um, knowledge or anything like that. But in my mind, I'm like, dude, you were a cop for the fucking longest time. How would you not know, like, about a lot of the gang? So, I'll give right. you a plus two just because of your backstory. That's right. it. You nice. know what I mean? Yeah. And and the cu cultural familiarity is pretty much exactly what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So easy to do. And just be like, look, I want you to have cultural familiarity at this ranking. So let's make sure you have an education of whatever to, yeah. to back that up. Exactly. Like, I think it would make sense that you know about these people and you get a bonus because you've been through this kind of shit before. Yeah. There was no rules for auto fire in the cyberpunk red jumpstart kit so i'm wondering if they're doing away with it or what i i think this is a thursday night throwdown versus friday night firefight thing i think okay. they do covering fire to make it so that you can make them keep their heads down and they do three shot burst which is like your standard operator is not going to go full auto they're going to do you know burst fire they're going to control their ammo that kind of thing so yeah. I think that works. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I've been debating about it too. And I even asked my buddies that were like in the military, like, hey, if I was within like 20 meters of you and I full autoed you, would you be dead instantly? Like, yeah. you know, do I want to make it a rule where like if you get up and close and, and personal with somebody and you full auto, they're dead automatically? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out, you know? You, you know, Mike and the, that whole team, they historically have reported that they talk to a lot of military people and that's how some of their realism comes into here yeah the other thing that they changed in red is they changed how hit points work now now it's instead of it being like these boxes that you go through and each each box has its own phase yep. like you're in stun phase stun one stun two wounded yep. they're like no let's do away with that and just do hit points and right. i love the change i love it so universal. Yes, and you get rid of a little bit of the realism, but you make it more accessible. It's a really smart move on their part. And you also don't have to track how much damage hit each limb, which is nice. Yeah, it <laughs> is really nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> like like I said, I respect why they wanted to do it that way. They wanted it to be different. They didn't yeah. want it to be like the they didn't want anyone to be like, "Oh, this is like D&D with guns." They didn't want right. that. And it, it's not that. No. Yeah. And even this, even red is not D&D &D with guns. I mean, exactly. like there are guns here and guns are freaking lethal like they need to be. You're not shooting magic missile at a dude. You're shooting a gun and that gun is probably going to kill someone who doesn't know what's up. Yeah. And the only way they are like D&D, &D, at least 5E, is that combat is comprehensive and easy to understand now. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what you want for your game. You know, that's what you want for new people. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
Yeah, and there's still a lot in here that they haven't included, like grenades and a bunch of other stuff that obviously we would want to see in the big rule book. Just from a mechanics perspective, we definitely want to see those things. I think it's interesting, like, because they're not OGL, and I completely understand not being OGL because they're not Wizards of the Coast, they're not Hasbro. Yeah. But because they're not, third-party stuff all needs to be licensed. It's a little bit slower to get off the ground, you know, all of that stuff. And I completely get the reasons for it, but it means that we kind of are going to lack some additional materials, some additional supplemental materials. Yeah, and according to uh, the Dark Future, Luke, he told me that he talked to Mike about that. He's like, have you guys ever thought about going OGL with Red? And uh, it seems like Mike is more open to the idea and in fact thinks that it was kind of a mistake that they weren't in the past. Oh, wow. And is way more open to it now and is open for everybody to get their hands in it. You know, he wants video games. He wants movies. He wants everything. That's cool. I I, I would love to see where that ends up. Now, are you going to be streaming Cyberpunk? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be streaming it live on Mixer, YouTube, and Twitch once my stuff is ready. Nice. I'll have my own originally made music because i know how to make music as well and nice. uh and in fact the music that i'll be using i'm going to be releasing to the public and and anybody can use it royalty free does for anything. I, I could use it <laughs> you can use it yeah 100 awesome. all oh, i ask yeah. is like all i ask is just like a, uh in the description you know something small you don't have to like you know make it a big deal every time that's yeah. it just a little bit of credit that's yeah, it. The yeah, only, yeah. and the only reason i ask that honestly is because there's been cases where like you give someone free music they put it on their video then you use the music and they copy strike you what? that's happened a lot dude and it's like that's ridiculous it's it's the worst kind of ridiculous yeah so yeah no 100 percent, dude if i when your music comes out i want to listen to it uh, if i can use it i will dude john john it's been so awesome having you on our show how can people find you how can they get a hold of your content well thank you david i really appreciate it i honestly Almost like that was scripted i know right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but it was it's awesome you know that we connected like this and we hit it off so well that that just shows like how awesome this whole thing is it makes me more excited yeah i hope that like the other i so far all the people i've connected with it's been positive so Dude, yeah i mean like we're all in this boat this cyberpunk boat together and we've all gotta like kind of push in the same direction like i, I see all of us as on the same team 100 percent yeah, and we're going to get Rich on our podcast, if you don't mind, Rich. We'd like to have you on. Oh, boy. Are you sure you're ready for this? You ready oh, for yeah. This? Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude? Rich, are you ready for something? I want to do the click-through thing. Yes. Dude, you got to be <laughs> all the way in. We want you awesome. elbow deep, all right? <laughs> that was pretty elbow. awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, what do you call you, that? Point and drive? What was that? Point, point? point and click? Yeah. Point and click. There yeah. it is. Yeah. So thank you, Rich, for bringing that up. You're Segway King, just like me. But that is my <laughs> podcast. It is the Point and Click podcast that I've been doing for two years with my buddy. We're past 100 episodes, so we're nice. an actual podcast. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> yes, right. You got to get to 100 first. We're, we're, yeah. We are very close to 100. So yeah, yeah. It shows, honestly. You guys rock it. So I, I it shows Dude, that you oh, guys have experience. And being on your show was so much fun. I just got to do that yesterday. So Dude, we had a blast. It man. was so much fun. I'm so glad yeah. you invited me on. That was a, that was Dude, a real it was blast. so good. It was so fun, man. It's fun having a guest, especially when a guest knows how to hold their own. And, uh, <laughs> you know, because, you know, it, like I said, I, you guys you can't know. get him to be quiet during the podcast. But, you know, <laughs> you guys know how it is. Like, yeah. you've done your podcast. Like, in the beginning, just listening to my beginning episodes is so painful. It's terrible. Oh, dude, I don't even go back and listen to, like, no, the no, first no. 10. Nah, I'm, they're, they're, they're dead it. to me. <laughs> I know, can't do it. And when people are like, should I start from the beginning? I go, oh, no. God, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Like middle, solid middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like two episodes back, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> don't go too far back. Yeah, exactly. So I got the Point and Click podcast with my buddies, R, and we pretty much just shoot the shit for the beginning of the show, uh, and then we get straight into gaming news, uh, yeah. articles, and we react to them, give hot takes, and stuff like that and just really have a conversation about stuff that we see on the news yeah very free form it was a lot of fun to do that that was my first time ever doing like a hot takes on the news thing as part of a show and that was a lot of fun 
And then the other podcast I do is with my wife, which is pretty much just a therapy session where it's called the Wise and Sassy Podcast. And me and her, we just sit down and we talk shit for like over an hour. Yes. Sometimes we fight. Sometimes we cry. Sometimes we just don't know what the hell we're talking about. But it's really just me and my wife just fucking around. That's, That's really awesome. all it is. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's so fun. Yeah. Well, and you do a third podcast now. And yeah, and now I just started a third, but see, I have too many fucking, and I have a full-time job, dude. Oh yeah, I was about to say, none of these things pay the bills, so this is all for fun. I I also have a kid, 11 months old. How old's your kid again, Dave? Uh, He's 16 months, like, uh, just a couple of days ago. Yeah, and then Rich, you have any kids? Yes, like 17 and 29. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn. Oh god. Oh dude. gee. Okay. Dude. I got a couple John, John. years on you guys. All right. Oh gee. If, if you get to go to if you get to go to Gen Con next year, 2020, dude, you have got to hang with us. Rich's son Rob is a riot. Oh <laughs> my so god. So much cooler dude, than me. your your son is like the same age as me. I don't want you to feel too old, Rich. But I'm 32. So your 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 baby boy. That, right? That's why I had to go to the when we put up for kit for players, we would put it on the poster board. That's right. There was numbers. no internet. That's, that, there were no was, computers. That's how that's, that's how funny. terrible it was. But um yeah, so we had the the two the three pod the third podcast I do with Dark Future. It's a cyberpunk tabletop podcast. So pretty much what we did today, that whole chunk where we're talking about cyberpunk and stuff like that, like that's the whole podcast. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah. Um, like we just did one episode, so the first episode, so we still don't even know what are it's entirely all about, you know. Sure, you got to get your voice, but it needs to be out exactly. there. Like there needs to be cyberpunk focused podcasts and shows and YouTubes and all that stuff. Yeah, especially for the tabletop game because a lot of people are focusing on the White Whale, which is the uh, twenty seventy seven game. Oh so. yeah, sure, yeah, of course, of course. You know, and we're like we said from an early point that we're like, all right, we'll be the twenty twenty red guys, mm-hmm. and they can be those guys. You yep. know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And fill your so, niche. Yeah. So definitely follow me on Twitter at John John the Wise and on YouTube John John the Wise, so you guys can see what I'm doing. That's where you'll find all the information for what I'm doing. Yeah, and that's all going to be in the show notes below, folks. So just scroll down past all my jibber jabber, and you're going to see all of John John stuff for YouTube and the podcasts, all of them, <laughs> and the Twitters and all that good stuff for sure. That's it. Love you guys. Thank you so much, man. I fucking I love this, dude. This yeah. is my first time as a guest, and this is the best experience. Awesome. Oh, I'm so had. glad. I'm so glad. <laughs> yes. Um, everybody who's been listening, this has been a crazy fun time with John John. We got all this stuff down below. As always, have fun and play well. Love you guys. May all your roles be crits. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by me, David Gillespie, with music provided by Taylor Guillory. Our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. And if you like our style, please leave a review for us on iTunes. It's the best way to help people find us. Most importantly, though, feel welcome to connect with us on Twitter, our Facebook group, Discord server, our Friday night Twitch streams, and our website, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. We really look forward to talking and playing games with you. Thank you.